you got life. Don't wait till it's dark to ask questions. check the signs, symbols, hints, clues. The writing's on the wall, but it's up to you. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Expansion Team Podcast. It's your boy Scoops. I'm here with Max and Juan. Yo, 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 yo. Sorry about the break. We're back. We back like bra straps. There was a fire in the studio. <laughs> Rebuild. Your house? <laughs> <laughs> One of our houses got No, we're all good. You know, it's just been raining, so I guess that's why we haven't done it. We cold out here. I'm out here wearing gloves and beanie. <laughs> all right that's perfect all All right right, let's get into it yeah trade deadline a lot of stuff going on lately yeah totally uh i'm gonna give you guys the trades i want some thoughts reactions whatever you want do winners and losers for each each trade teams i don't know i think that's might be a little early if you want to, you can. I don't care. Whatever. Just you initial. Do. I think we should just yeah, just say who initial, won it. Who, who, oh yeah, who I'm gonna. I'm gonna start with a crazy one. Jabari Bird to the Hawks for a second round pick. Let's just skip that one. Second round pick. It's gonna be Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Steel. Kyle Kuzma's a first round pick. Sorry, Josh Hart. Sorry, Josh Hart. Sorry. Um. Um. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Jordan Clarkson. There you go. Sorry. Sorry. I know. Kuzma first over first freaking round twenty seventh pick. My bad. Might be like so okay. I, I, I've been three weeks. Y'all. I know. So We're gonna Danny forgot basketball. He's learning. <laughs> but um. Don't watch the football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Super Bowl. That doesn't count. Oh okay. The first trade we got is Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington, who was waived, for Ryan Anderson. Suns and Heat. What do you think? I like Tyler Johnson to the Suns. I think they needed another guard. I like it for the Suns also. I think um, I think he'll fit good with Devin Booker. I think they're a good match. I like this from the Heat perspective of getting because the Heat getting rid of some con- contracts because when they had that like good run, they were like, oh, let's just give all these mid tier guys like big contracts. So they signed Olenek, Dion Waiters, uh, Hassan Whiteside, which kind of big contracts. So they they don't have a lot of cap space, but they don't have a lot of great players. So they were able to shed a a big contract. I think Tyler Johnson is overpaid. He's a good player, though. He's an overpaid player. Like he said, he vomited when he heard the numbers. So even he was a little surprised to get all that money. Yeah. I, I would say it's it's a trade where it works out perfectly for both teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Heat are going to be bad, like probably next year or in the, ne- in the next two years. It's kind of hard to see how they improve because they're, they're not bad. They're not good. And that's the worst spot yeah, to be in. They're going to be. I feel like they're going to be bad. Any other thoughts, Danny? Um, so you'd call it a win-win? Yeah, definitely a win-win. I'm interested to see how... I want to see Ryan Anderson play with Bam. Freaking Bam banging on people. And I don't Ryan think Anderson's Ryan Anderson's at the wing. I don't, I don't think, think Ryan is going to play. Hey, uh, here's a hoping, bro. I liked Ryan Anderson on the Rocket squad when they were... Just having everything. him jack up threes? Yeah, bro. That All dude's right. dead. He launched him. <laughs> right, I still go- believe in you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> you- <laughs> Jesus Christ. We found one guy who's a Ryan Anderson. All right, next Now trade. I know what to get you for your birthday. Ryan Anderson, Heat jersey. Yes. <laughs> Let's get you a Pelicans, Ryan Anderson jersey. <laughs> uh, we got Reggie Bullock traded for Shvi, Mikhailu, and a second-round pick. Lakers trade for Reggie. The Pistons get Shvi and a second-round pick. What do you guys think? Um, I'd li- I like the trade. I think Reggie Bullock is a good fit for the Lakers, especially with LeBron on the court. He's a shooter. Guy plays... You know, semi a little bit of defense. But um, that's what the Lakers need. They need a shooter. 
um i remember how much hype sv got when we first initially drafted it I was like oh my gosh this guy's gonna be a shooter this guy's gonna be perfect to fit you know next to lebron it's gonna be great and um he's gone within a couple months um he got a lot of hype in the summer league too i mean everyone gets hype in the summer league but he got a lot like everyone's like oh this guy's really knocking out shots and then i mean he's gone i mean we'll see what he does in the pistons Ooh. The you first, like, four games of the year, I was – whenever I saw him, I told one, I told a couple other guys, I'm like, I think this guy's garbage, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, just pump the brakes. Because, I mean, not gar- – like, he was missing open shots. I was like, you got one job. You got to hit him. I'm glad he's gone. I didn't think he was that great. I doubt he develops into anything special. Especially yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. With, you got other good players. Over. And I like, I like Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock, he has – you know, he can do some some work for us. It's totally a surprise considering all the other L.A. trade talks going on. And I like Reggie Bullock. I thought it was good steal. We got a steal in the trade. It's I th- I think he's, of course, he's better than having Svi, but um, I don't see him having a very high ceiling on this team, or just in general. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of Reggie Bullock, but I don't dislike him either. I just think he's a solid 3 and D player, and we definitely need some defense on the Lakers these days. All right, Juan, you're good? You have nothing else on this one? All right, we're going to go to a really big trade. By big, I mean a lot of players. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers receiving Marquise Chris, Brandon Knight, a 2019 first-round pick, lottery protection. The Rockets get Wade Baldwin, Iman Shumpert, Nick Stockis. The Kings receive Alec Burks in a second-round pick. Basically, I'll dumb it down for you casual basketball fans. Salary dump. Houston wanted to get rid of Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris. They mm-hmm. gave up a first-round pick to get rid of them. The... Rockets really only receive Iman Shumpert because Stockis and Baldwin were pretty much traded to get them out of there. What do you guys think about Iman Shumpert with the Rockets? I think that helps. He's been balling this year. And I think he's what they need, some defense. Yeah, I think it's a great fit for Iman Shumpert. He's like an all-time like chemistry guy. Like The Kings were pissed when he got traded. And I mean, like he's just Iman Shumpert. I think they really looked up to him. Yeah, because he was a big veteran on that team. A lot of, like you said, a lot of guys looked up to him. And the Kings, they bought the the Kings are buying stock in Alec Burks. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he's okay, but he, he's just kind of he a did, gunner. He did decent for them in the playoffs for the Jazz last season, right? He was okay. I honestly don't remember if he played that much. I, I remember him getting a couple buckets here and there. I remember him being. I think amazing. he's just an injury risk, and yeah. he's kind of a gunner. That's and, true. Um, and the Cavs getting Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight is going to be guys to check up shots for them because they don't have a lot of names on that team right now. Yeah, see if maybe they can get Marquise Chris to be anything in the semblance of a real good player because he's yeah. been he's been garbage his whole career, to be honest. And now he's on arguably the worst team in basketball. Or right maybe <laughs> this was an ultimate tank move to get Zion. No. It's a race for Zion. I think it's just like what you said, man. It's a salary dump. They did get a first round pick, so what some of these trades are. It's it's just makes sense. Next we're gonna stay in the Sacramento area. This Kings get Harrison Barnes. They during the game. During the game. Oh yeah. Mid-game, yeah. <laughs> How disrespectful. Uh the Mavericks receive Justin Jackson, Danny's friend, and Zach Randolph. Zebo hasn't been playing for the Kings. He's been living in Memphis during the season. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you know, awesome. show off. I'm pretty sure that's true. That's awesome. That just goes to show you how good some of these NBA players have it. They have enough money to still stay in Memphis, live there. And, and still, get paid? Yeah. Just before we even get into the trade, I just want to say something about the whole situation with Harrison Barnes. I mean, yeah, it does suck, but at the end of the day, it's a business. But I just think these NBA players are just getting a little bit too soft for my liking. 
It's just you're referring to LeBron's Instagram post yeah. where he was talking about how I mean, messed up it is to get traded. Like I've always, like I've always said, um, I love LeBron on the court, but his his off the off the court things and what he says and his his mindset on where he wants the NBA to go. I mean, don't get me wrong, he runs it. He runs the NBA basically, and it just it just baffles me because I'm an NFL fan and it's the complete opposite. And so you can easily be on the other side of that, play for the NFL, play for the NHL, and it can be really bad. You can get a non-guaranteed contract. You know what I mean? These guys are getting paid every – almost you can find, what, at least three guys on the NBA squad that is overpaid easily. Especially now. Yeah, it's pretty – Every single team. Yeah, I'm trying to three think. Guys. Yeah, it's a pretty good amount. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous, man. So, you know, count your blessings. Be grateful for it. You did get traded during the game, but I I don't think Harrison Barnes is mad at it. He's still going to be yeah, getting paid, and he's he, on a better team now. Yeah, I think he went from one team that was looking promising in in the Mavs with Luka Doncic to another team that's looking promising on the Kings with it's even Air, more Air promising. Air yeah, yeah, more more promising. Right. Um, just really quick in the Mavs defense, they told him, "Don't come to the game. Don't suit up. There's a g- good chance you're going to be traded," and he wanted to play. Well, I think the Mavs went around, went the right way. Let's not get overly sensitive. And once again, it goes back to where the player is first in the NBA rather than other leagues. Yeah, right NBA's... there, he even had a choice. Some guys was no, you're not, you're not playing tonight. We traded you. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think though, from a standpoint of the, of the actual trade? Do you like it? Love it? I love, it? I love it for the for the Kings because I think the Kings are an up and coming team and. I really like their squad, man, especially with, with Harrison Barnes now. I think he fits on what they want to do. He's like the veteran with experience who actually still good enough to play and yeah. set an example out there. Still overpaid, but Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think I think you're also paying for like that leadership and that's invaluable in some cases. Kinda like how JJ Reddick got the twenty million dollars the first year in Philly. But I mean, just to have him in there and change the culture was probably worth that investment they made. And the Mavs, they get a young guy, and Zebo's coming off the books next year, so they're getting some cap relief. It works out good for both teams. I like the trade. I honestly think Harrison Barnes had his – he could have stayed in Dallas, and I would have been happy. But Who do you think won? Kings. I think the Kings I think won. the Kings win, but slightly. It's not a – Harrison Barnes is going to change the whole – Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, we're going to start with one of the first trades the Philadelphia 76ers made. We're not going to talk about the one that broke my heart right now. Markel. God. <laughs> so the first of the three trades was James Ennis to the 76ers, and the Rockets got a 20, 21 second round pick. What do you guys think? I like James Ennis. I think he's just one more capable body that's going to be on that uh, Sixers squad and hopefully can help them win basketball games. I think you get 3 I, and D player, buy low. I think it's help good. For, it's going to help the Sixers. It, yeah, it's going to definitely help the Sixers because with the trades that you're about to announce in a couple minutes, um, they need a bench because they let a lot of guys go. Mm-hmm. And he will help out that bench. So, But they they got a lot of guys in this. Well, yeah, let, trade me, I'm, let me move on to the big trade. Yeah. Not the Markel one. Sorry, guys. I know you're all dying to hear about my thoughts. <laughs> Tobias Harris, Boban, arguably the best player in the league. <laughs> PR wise. Player efficiency, baby. Mike Scott from the Clippers. They were traded to the 76ers. The Clippers received Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit, a 20, 
2020 first round pick lottery protected a 2021 first round pick that is the heat's unprotected a 2021 second round pick and another 2023 second round pick that heat pick is thought to be one of the most valuable trade commodities in the league at this time non-player wise just pick wise because people are thinking the heat are going to suck and that pick could be pretty high up there yeah, like we were saying earlier with the with the first trade that we went over, mm-hmm. how we're like, yeah, the, the Heat might be really bad next year, you know, the year after that. Um, as far as the trade goes, I was I was shocked initially for for the Clippers because I felt like Tobias was their best player. He was their guy. He was the guy. I felt like they were doing decent. I mean, at one point they were the first seed in the in the Western Conference, but that was really early in the season. Who could have foresaw? Yeah, but you know what though? They they're still a solid squad. You know, they had some players, man. Yeah, they had Harris. They had you know Williams. your boy your boy um, Harrell coming. Oh, Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, yeah. They got, he's, he's he's definitely faded out. They a got Lou bit. Will. They got a lot of pieces, man. I mean, they they kind of remind me of the Boston team a couple years back, how they mm-hmm. didn't have a star, like the Jay Crowder team. Exactly, just a bunch of scrappers. You know what I mean? They play they play hard. They play hard defense. You know, they got the they they got their score and Lou Will and Tobias Harris was getting triple doubles for them and all that. But borderline all star. Yeah, borderline. I all-star. think if he was in the East, he would have been an all star. Definitely, definitely. And um, it shocked me. That, that was my first reaction. And then I went to the Philadelphia side, and I said, wow, they really want to win this year. Yeah. Because what is Tobias Harris? He, Upcoming free agent. Exactly. And what is Jimmy Butler? Upcoming free agent. So they're pulling uh, L.A. Rams on in <laughs> basketball right now. They're They're going all in on this year. They're getting talented guys who contracts are going to be up. And... I it's, think it's real risky. I don't think it's just that. I think they're banking on they're going to like it in Philadelphia and they'll think about resigning. Same way with PG and OKC. I just think right now, Jimmy Butler and him, a lot of shots for those four guys. Someone's got to be the guy to step back. And right so far, it's looked like Jimmy's the guy. He's taking a step back. I don't know if he likes it. Don't know if he don't like it. I didn't like what I seen last night. In Celtics? I did not like Al Horford dominated that game. He Let's did. not get too off track. We're going to talk about that a little later. Um, just from the trade, I was a little shocked to see them go after Tobias. I was shocked to see them get rid of that pick because I thought that pick could have potentially cemented this as a dynasty. That's if what I'm saying. It. They're like really... If it worked out, the Heat, say that he got, like, they got the third pick. Because honestly, that's what we all thought with that first pick with Markel, they were going to cement this dynasty. They were going to cement these young guys with the, Markel. He's going to be the third guy. He's yeah. going to be the hard. And then all of a sudden, Russ they flipped it. And Durant, exactly. Um, I think they flipped it. A big reason they flipped it was because of how like they played last season. They were like, hey, we have a chance to you know really go far in the playoffs. And they lost, but you know they had an interesting showing. And then they had this potential trade to get these guys and make themselves even better and even stronger this year. So they went for it. I don't blame them for going for it. I just think the risk in this could potentially set this team back a pretty good amount. I mean, both those I guys walk. Agree, I agree, man. I agree. I agree. But like, I don't think I, – I know you're going for it this year and you're hoping, oh, man, we got so close to we'll bring it back. But Jimmy Butler seems like a guy who's going to want to be the alpha, top dog, big contract. To me, Jimmy Butler should not get a five-year max from Philly. That's just me. I don't think uh, I think Jimmy Butler does have that alpha mentality, but 
I think above all else, Jimmy Butler just wants to win. And if this team can win, then that's what's most important to him more than anything else. Like, when's the last time Jimmy Butler was really on a winning, winning basketball team? I don't think he ever has been. I think that's what he's going for. Only team I would say is that Bulls team that lost to the Cavs, and they weren't a great team. They were good. They were feisty, but they weren't a winning team. Like, this team has the potential. I think if you you were to ask Jimmy Butler, what would you rather be, the best player on your team or on a winning basketball team? Say winning basketball team. If they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, do those two guys stay, no matter what? I don't know. You I think, think one of the, I think the one of them leaves. I think one of them leaves regardless if they make it anywhere other than the NBA Finals. If they make it to the NBA Finals, I feel they like stay. those two guys stay. I, I, would, I think if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, no. they have like a I think I, I still staying. I still see. Uh, I agree with you. One, there are definitely. I think they should come out of the East when you look at it. They should. They should. But you know what? This Jimmy Butler guy, man, I don't know about him, man. Just like I said earlier with the – I didn't like what I seen with the Celtics and Sixers game. Like, you know, let's pump the brakes. It's only Tobias's what? Third game. Third game, you know. Still the first got a lot two of things. were great. So, yeah, still got a lot of things to figure oh. out. But they did lose to a Celtics team without Kyrie Irving. So people are arguing that the Celtics team looks better without Kyrie Irving. Juan is smiling so wide. <laughs> but uh, I had a que- I posed this question to you guys when the trade happened. I said, "Man, they gave up an awful lot for Tobias to be the fourth option potentially and be an expiring contract." Yeah, so that's what I'm when saying. They're going all in. Miritich, we're going to talk about that trade a little later. Miritich was traded for three round, three second round picks and Stanley Johnson. Would you go after Miritich? For that little of a price. Definitely. Instead of Tobias for all they gave up for him. As a I fourth would. option go, I think you lose a little bit, no doubt. Tobias is a better player than Miritich. But if I get the chance to hold on to all those assets and just trade three second-round picks and a, a scrub, no offense, hmm. I would have done that. Because I felt like the Pelicans were really dumb on what they actually got. I feel like they could have got more. For, for I thought they would. I thought Miritich could at least command a first round pick. Exactly. So I was not kinda, a not a high first yeah, round. Yeah, but I was kind of disappointed in what they got. Yeah, I thought the return was low. I think they were just trying to get him out of there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I to, think if next season comes around and Jimmy Butler leaves, and Tobias wants to stay, that makes Tobias a. The third option, I think, maybe I like another that. thing they were thinking about. That's what I was going to get to. I like that, I like but that. that's a, there's just a lot a better, of risk in that for me. Tobias is a better third option than Miritich, but you're right. There's a lot of risk in that. I feel like the first first guy out is Butler. He's the first guy out if anyone leaves. I would I would say that would be the smart move on their part, but what they end up doing is up to them, to be honest. Where else do you see him going that he has as good a chance of winning basketball games? Jimmy Butler? Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of places he could win, but I think there's a lot of places, like, maybe he wants to go to the Nets. They look kind of upstart. They have an all-star. He'd be the man what on the team. What about this? What if Charlotte re-signs Kemba Walker and he goes to Charlotte? Who, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd have the I cap. You don't think they'll have the cap? I don't think they'll have the cap for that. They have a lot of back... Nicholas Batum is hell-bent on destroying their cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Not I, to mention Tony Parker's getting paid a little bit. I don't see him going to the Nets and honestly. I mean, what what can Jimmy Butler do for the team that they don't already have in a lot of those guys? So uh, the basketball, D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, a lengthy defender at the wing. You got Carlos Levert. Like, they got guys. I think. 
I think they need a star. Like a so true I don't star. Know where I agree. Goes. I agree. They need a star. I don't think that star is Jimmy Butler. I don't think it is either. But I I know there's been talks about him going to the Nets, and the, the Nets are interested. What about in the him. Lakers? I hope not. I hope to God not. No thanks. I like Jimmy. I really do like Jimmy. I've been saying for how long Jimmy's better than Clay Thompson. I like him too. I just don't want him on my team because he's kind of a cancer. <laughs> but all right, what's gonna? You move? don't think he'll fit with LeBron? I don't know. They no. would. E- it either be. It- I think he'll. He- I think he'll step down to LeBron. I think it would be the ex- one of the extremes. Either they would butt head so bad that by the trade deadline, Jimmy Butler's already gone again, or they would mesh so well that it would it would be really freaking good. I mean, at this point, though, take yourself in Jimmy's shoes. You're on your, what, fourth team already? Mm-hmm. And you got to make this work. Like, you're with the best player in the NBA. I think Jimmy will behave because, one, he has to, like, Get some of his credibility back. Exactly. He's his third team, so yeah. I think and, I think you're thinking that already on the Sixers. I think he's already thinking that right now, not just not. No, because I think right now he, he he can still switch teams. We're gonna move on, but I'm gonna ask you guys one question: Would you give Jimmy Butler a five year max, which could be anywhere from 180 to like 160? On what team? Any team? Do you think any team we should give him a five year contract? No, not automatic. Not on every team. I don't think I don't think with his injuries, with his characteristics, and he's 29, 28, 29. Yeah. And his his body's been breaking down over the last couple of years. We can go back to the last year in Chicago, messed up his knee. Last year was same thing, messed up his leg. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, tough situation, man. Three years I'm in though. Three years I'm in on Jimmy Butler if I'm the Sixers. So now we're gonna actually go to the saddest part of our podcast. Cue the sad music one. It's not sad. Arkell Fultz, the first overall pick last year's draft. Told you so. Who was right? <laughs> I thought he was going to be a key piece, man. Uh, how come they don't want him, man? <laughs> hey, no. Ain't nothing you can teach him about how to play basketball, one. Let me, let me, let me say this. Well, let me say the trade first, real quick. Markel Fultz of the Magic. For John Simmons, a 2019 second-round pick from Cleveland, a 2020 first-round pick from the Thunder, top 20 protected. So if it's anywhere 1-19, to 19, it's the Thunder's pick. That's a good amount for, for Markel. Or Orlando's pick, I'm sorry. That's a good amount for Markel. That was my main thought. I can't believe he fetched that much. I would say this. Stop one, smiling. One thing. It's sad. The one thing I thought when I seen it, long overdue. Yeah. Long overdue. They should have done this way earlier, man. Some of the picks that the Sixers lost, they got right back in that trade. Mm-hmm. Nothing is maybe they're not as good or as bad, but they got those picks. This, the worst part back. about this was basically it was Markel and the first to the like this. Remember when they traded up from three? They gave a first round pickup mm-hmm. too, so it's like extra bad. Mm-hmm. It works out though for him, man. That's that's a good spot for I him. Definitely. Go develop your game in Orlando where no one's watching you. Here's, think that's exactly the right way to look at it. I'm a sad I, though. I'm here's sad. what I want to say about Markel. I'm not going to say he's, he's going to amount to nothing because, I mean, we all know this is it's a weird injury. We, like His entire situation is just like, it's weird. But So I'm not going to say he's he's never going to amount to anything in, in the NBA. But at this point in time, we were right about him. At this point in time. Not saying we're going to be right about him overall, but at this point, we're right about Markel Fultz. I think we're all confident to say his tenure in Philadelphia was a bust. He yep. was a bust for them, and it was a it was a like it was a dark cloud over Philly about what what, what are you gonna do with this guy? 
if he's is he gonna play again? Yeah. The worst part about it to me is he flashed everything but the jump shot. I he's I think he could be a good player even without that damn jump shot. But what made Come him on, the first Max, overall it's pick? Twenty nineteen. I understand. He's a that. guard. Tony Allen played like four years ago. Man, stop. All right, we're gonna. I like twenty nineteen. Like You're Jonathan, a guard. Shoot the damn ball. I like Jonathan Simmons to the Sixers. I. I like that too. I thought they were gonna get Terrence Ross, but I'm actually more like pleasantly surprised they got Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, yeah Jonathan Simmons is a good pick. This makes I agree with Danny. I can't believe they got what they got for Markel. I believe it because you got guys like you that still believe in him. <laughs> when he's the all an all star in Orlando, <laughs> the next coming of Penny Hardaway. When's the last guy from Orlando to make an all star? Vucevic this year, dummy. Oh my god. I can't believe he made it. I I don't think he's that, I don't think he's that good to be honest. Well, I'm clearly missed those two Laker games against the Magic where he was hell bent on destroying us. But all right, let's move on to another Eastern Conference powerhouse: the Toronto Raptors trade fan favorite Delon Wright, C.J. Miles, and Jonas Valanciunas, and a twenty twenty four second round pick for Mark Gasol. Let's go to the man who picked Toronto to win the finals last year. Hi. Did you really do that? I remember. You don't remember? Yeah. I must have blacked out when I heard that. They were going to beat the Cavs. Finally destroy LeBron. Oh, wait. Every podcast. I yeah, I said LeBron was gonna lose, LeBron was gonna lose, LeBron was gonna lose. I remember wrong every single time, and I said, I am mad about it. LeBron best in the world. He 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 proved me wrong, he proved me wrong. All right. Good for him. What do you think about your you're meaning uh, dinosaurs. Um, I like it. I mean, I think Marcus All can do more for your team than Jonas Valanciunas can. Um, I am. I was a little shocked. I was kind of shocked that they're bringing him off the bench. I mean, he this is his first time off the bench, and I, I remember ever. Yeah, he's he's freaking. You know, he, he's a good basketball player, but off the bench, that just makes him deeper and. Um, yeah, I, I like the trade. I like Marcus. So I think he's gonna make them a better basketball team. When when I heard when I first heard the trade, my initial reaction was, "Oh, they brought him in and kind of popped in my head." I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna start." And then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, "No, he's not gonna start." He's blocked by the buttony. The but, buttony. But Pascal, I think he will start in certain situations, in certain games, with certain matchups, for a guy like. I know they won't play him in the playoffs, but a guy like Rudy Gobert, I think Marc Gasol is very valuable to I think guard he guys was, like that. I think he was, and I think he was brought in because of that. This might be a crazy thing, but I think he would start against the 76ers. I think oh, yeah. he's a better low post defender. That's what I'm saying. Then Ibaka, he might not be the rim protector Ibaka is or have the ability to switch, but guarding and beating the post. They need that. Yeah, and I mean, he Jonas Valanciunas just with playmaking, and Kawhi is not a great playmaker. Maybe he helps aid that. They also they lost some good key guys on the bench, but they were able to make go through the waiver wire. We're going to get to that and cover up some of the holes. Overall, love the trade for the Raptors. They got better. And if they can get 25 great minutes out of Marcus all night, that's fantastic because he's old. He's 34. There were times this year he looked washed. He came out, started the year fire, then he was washed, and then – he got traded. It's sad to see him not on Memphis. So I've always liked Memphis. Memphis, what? This is. It was 18 years without a good solve. 
Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Grind. That's crazy, yeah. It's been a while since they didn't have a Gasol on their team. Where's the third brother? It's been so, him. so I feel like there's just been so many years where we're like, oh, this is a year. This is a year they can make a push. They can make a push. They can make a push. And every year it's like first, second round at the It most. was close that year, With man. the Spurs, they went to the yeah. conference finals uh-huh. and then they ran into a wood chipper known as the. I thought they were going to beat the crap out of the Spurs. Because that first game, right? They no, I'm telling you, they got yes. swept. But um, the Spurs look like garbage coming in. And then right, they went, right, and that's the, what it was. the Grizzlies looked great. And then it was like. That and the year before that, they beat them. Or two years before yeah, that. Two years, they beat the Spurs. Right, they, that beat, eight they beat the Spurs because yeah. they're the eight seed. That's what it was. We're going to go back to Lakertown really quick. Zubak was traded. Oh, sorry. Zubak and Michael Beasley mm. were traded for Mike Muscala, opening up a roster spot, which many have thought that the great Chicago Bull, Atlanta Hawk, forward, Carmelo Anthony, is coming to town. It was stupid. Stupid on the Lakers' part. I thought it was a really dumb trade for them. I I don't know why would you why would you trade Zubak I, for Carmelo Anthony? Like what the what are you thinking? Like I I did not understand that at all. Mike Muscala, <laughs> come on now, bro. That is a bit of a racist too. So who fuck wants Mike to- Muscala, bro. <laughs> come on, man. It, that was terrible for the Lakers. I thought it was real, real stupid. I don't get why you would trade a 21-year-old up-and-coming center. Really dumb. Just to open up a roster spot. a 30-year-old whose dad's a racist. And sucks. Yeah. Terrible. It was terrible on the Lakers part. It, it, one, you didn't get Anthony Davis. And two, you do that shit. And we also had Zubac included in the trade package. <laughs> So why would you trade a potential thing you could throw in there? Ridiculous. And, and I'm going to, oh, my God, it's going to irk me even more if we wind up picking Mello up. I'm like, yeah, we traded Zubak just so we can have Mello. Maybe we're going for Zion and we don't know. <laughs> God, dude. Danny's got an uncharacteristic smile about No, this. it's not a smile. It's just <clears throat> I think I'm the only Laker fan that was not a Zubak fan. I don't really like Zubak. I don't really see him going anywhere in the NBA. And you see Mike Muscala? I see Mike Muscala as an expiring contract, someone that could spread the floor a little more than Zubak could, and that's going to be gone next year. So but we I have think, more money. But, I mean, Beasley was going anyway, and Zubak's getting nothing. He makes like, And we could always get rid of Zubak also. Yeah, but the way you guys are talking about him, you would never want to get rid of him and make him your starting center. He definitely had great moments for the Lakers. He's 21 years old. He's young. He's cheap. What's not to like? If they get Melo, that means they did it because of Melo. They didn't do it because of Mike Muscala. That's no, I don't think they did it because of Mike Muscala either. And I, I'm, I don't even think they did it for the reasons that I'm saying. They may have had their own agenda. I'm just saying the the way I see Zubak, I don't think he he can put up numbers, sure, but I don't see him being an asset on a winning basketball team. Definitely nowhere near a championship basketball team. I disagree. And if I'm wrong, I'll wait for that day. I don't think I'm gonna. What be. did you think of Thomas Bryant before you left? It was all right, but same thing. I think Zubak's way better than Thomas Bryant. Truth be told, and Thomas Bryant is pretty decent. I just want Danny. I just want to see Danny's face when we end up signing Carmelo, and I'll be like, "Thanks, Danny." I I don't. 
We signed Carmelo. We signed Carmelo. Do you want the Mellow no, virus, I, I Danny? Don't, I don't want Carmelo. <laughs> I, I thought you had your vaccine from the Mellow virus. I don't want Carmelo, but I was I was just never a fan of Zubak. And seeing him go... Would I you was, trade him to get Mellow? I was more sad to see Julius Randle go than I was to see Zubak go. Way more sad. Duh! Okay, but... But the way you guys are talking about him, you guys make him sound like the freaking second coming of Jesus Christ. Like the kid was no. not that good. Look, 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 look. It's not the way we're it's it's the asset, Danny. Those type of guys are big assets. Just like a guy Max, that can't shoot's a big asset, a seven footer that parks his butt in the paint. He's a, a young twenty one year old that's still developing and he's had his moments. He's a good trade piece. He's he could run the rim, he's got good touch around the basket, he protects the rim. I agree, he's a good trade piece, that's why they traded him. But yeah, but again, if he's a good Carmelo trade, Anthony. If he's a good trade piece, why would you trade him for Mike Muscala? You don't trade good trade pieces for garbage or scraps. He's gone, and I'm not sad about it. I may be the only Laker fan, but I'm pissed off about it because, like I said, one, you don't get Anthony Davis. But yeah, we're gonna make a roster spot for Carmelo they, Anthony. They threw the freaking barn at them. They threw everything, and the uh, picture, that the, situation. The, the Pelicans. We're gonna actually get the Pelicans know, didn't want to. Let's go right now. The Pelicans didn't want to play ball. Arguably, the biggest news of the trade deadline in the weeks leading up was the trade of Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Everyone thought done deal. Well, I thought it was gonna be. We offered everything, and Dell Demps was like, "No, we yeah. want four first round picks. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to a game and have a two egg smoothie cup." Because you're an idiot. I actually saw a picture of him in a game when he was drinking a big smoothie cup, and I just can't stand that guy. Fuck Dell Demps. For whatever. Because because he straight up sabotaged the Lakers. What, That's what he did. Whatever his agenda was, whether it was malice or not, because we can all speculate what it was, but none of us know what's going on through that guy's head. Whatever it is, I mean, he just didn't play ball at the end of the day. He didn't, he didn't move Anthony Davis. We gave him everything. We did everything we could on our end to get Anthony Davis. We didn't get him. Well, we didn't give no. him the four first round picks like they wanted. I think the... I think a lot of those those trades that were reported, I think they were all false. I think they were all leaked by the by the Pelicans. Maybe and leaked by Clutch Sports. That, that too. But um, I think as far as the Lakers go, I have no problem with. The Pelicans not playing ball, Danny. I I get it. They they're playing they're playing hardball. They didn't want to get rid of Anthony Davis. They're like, if you if if, if you want to trade for him, come back in the summer. Okay, we're not gonna talk to you guys. But the fact that these guys intentionally put out these ridiculous trades with all of our young pieces and players that the Lakers reportedly weren't even. Um, making available and the Lakers didn't even make those trades or offers. It was weird to see the first offer was Kuzma Zubak and maybe a first round pick, right? It was something they were, it was like some crazy low offer Mm -hmm. that they were going to say no to. And then next day, Rondo Rondo, Kuzma ball, Hart, Zubak, the whole squad, basically two first round picks cap relief. That seems awful quick. (laughs) Why did, why did, why did the Raptors do what they did? The Raptors. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did uh, the Pelicans do what they did? I felt like he had it out for Magic Johnson. It just sabotaged the Lakers, and the proof is the Pacers game where nobody looked interested because they were all afraid they were going to get traded, and they got shellacked by forty. If we were, if the script was flipped and our GM did that to another team, 
what would you guys that's say? That's classless. I'd be like, that's a douche move. <laughs> really? That'd I, be some shit that Mike Mike Cupcake will probably do low key though. I I don't know why, but I'm seeing that if <laughs> you know it too, Max. Yeah. That's why you're smiling. I don't know why, but I see that if we did that, I would the first as soon as we us three would sit down and talk about it, I would I could hear Juan already saying, "Man, fuck that team, man. Who cares?" No, that's classless, man. What they did, it's just. creates he's just stirring the pot against our team for our team to go down and that's just one less team for his team to worry about i i agree it's it is you know i don't blame them for doing it that's what you know if you want to play like that but it is it is operating in bad faith and i believe some you know it's all right other teams are not going to want to deal with them i think they're a big joke though The, the pelicans are a joke franchise their owner's dead R.I.P. to Tom Benson. The wife's in charge. She ain't got no goddamn clue how to run an NBA team. They're Juan, you're going to love this. Football reference. They're talking to Mickey Loomis of how to do shit over there. He's a football guy. They don't, they're looking at this not like an NBA team. Because honestly, what they don't like the trade packs. What they should let them walk. That could be catastrophic to their team. <laughs> so I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of how they, like, they acted. I don't, I don't agree with necessarily 100% of what Magic did. And Magic's got to shut up. You yeah. gotta stop tampering with guys. It's no. ridiculous. LeBron too. It's ridiculous. I'm calling out my own team. Stop talking about. I think if LeBron's like, oh, he's a great player, that's no big deal. But if it's like, come on, like you gotta stop doing all this extra crap. No. You know, liking stuff on social media. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis didn't handle it well either. Yeah. I'm, he should get booed for how he acted. He's. He just really wants to get out of there. It's just like wow. I truly believe the only way they can save him. It's to rest him the rest of the year. Tank and pray to God they get Zion Williamson. That's the only way I could see them doing. And you know what? If you know what? If I was the NBA and they wanted to rest him this, I'd be like, that's their choice. That is their choice. I can't control teams. I know that sucks for all the big the big matchups, but let's be real, it's the Pelicans. They're not on TV that much anyway. Not even the big matchups. They're the the fans that paid to see Anthony Davis play and then they don't get to see him, like they're gonna they're going to raise hell the about NBA it. may raise hell. It's happened before, Danny. There's been big games they, where they, stars sit out. Yeah, they. you always hear it in the media. When Pop wants to sit someone, you always hear it, that, that people are angry about it. Someone's angry about it. What are the fans going to do? Stop going to the games? They ain't going nobody go to Pelican games Come anyway. On. I'm just saying, we hear about it. We always hear about it. I agree, but who cares at the end of the day? If, you know what? If it means protecting your franchise for the long haul, sitting him these last five months, three months where you're not even in playoff contention, I think the smart move is to rest them. I'm not disagreeing with I'm you. I'm going way off script, but I just want to tell you how much fans, you can call fans their bluff. It's, gonna, it's, it's a touchy subject, and it's way off kind of, but the whole Kaepernick thing with the NFL. All these fans want to say, I'm not going to watch football. I'm not going to do any of this, any of that. I bet your ass was still on the couch watching the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Like, the people that do half measures, mm. I think you're in or you're out. You know, if you don't want to watch football because exactly. you don't like the way Kaepernick was treated, I respect that. But you know what? The NFL still making but don't millions pretend of dollars. Like you, don't pretend like you do care and then don't care. Yeah. You know, that's what I don't I've, like I have complete respect. Someone that doesn't watch it, okay. Don't watch it. Don't talk about it. Don't support it. Okay. But the person who, you know, talks about it, oh, well, they shouldn't sure. have done this. That's bad. That's this. That's that. But you're still rooting for your team. It's like, all right, come on, man. You're going to support the movement. Support it. 
You know, yeah, don't half-ass it. Yeah, go all in. Yeah, I get you. But at the end of the day, even with all those people, because there are people, there are people out there that who really, truly boycott the NFL. They do not watch it at all. Don't give it any of, the, of their attention. And the NFL still has millions of fans. <laughs> it's still the most, it's it's the most watched sport out of all, all the sports in America. Yeah, honestly, if they say Anthony Davis to protect their team, they're going to lose some fans, yeah, but. They don't have that many fans yeah. to start with. Not like he's going to change their team. Next summer, he'll be on another team, and everyone will be watching him then. You answer me this, both of you. Would you rather deal with the three months of backlash or have him get seriously hurt, and then you lose all trade value for him? I would sit him. I would sit him. He doesn't want to play anyway. It's Not to mention, he is an injury risk. Yeah. Strategy-wise, it makes the most sense to sit him, yes. You're losing anyway. <laughs> It is a sad reality in the NBA. You have to lose to get good. Yeah. It's a sad reality. So we're going to move on to our – we have two little trades to talk – not two little ones, but two last trades. Otto Porter for Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis. The Wizards get Portis and Parker. The Bulls get Otto Porter. Otto Porter's overpaid. He's a good player. He'll help them. Yeah, that's a good amount for Otto Porter. That was my thought. Oh, I think think Jabari's not a lot, to be honest. I think he's kind of – I think he's – Running his last legs in the You're NBA. Still on that Jabari boat. Not me. I'm Danny, out. you were. I will. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I've been out low key. Danny's going down with this ship. <laughs> are you going down with? Are you marking it? I actually no. jumped to the Bobby Portis ship. Yeah, you did. And you punched me. But uh, <laughs> I like Bobby Portis for the Wizards. Wizards, they got rid of a huge contract. Great for them. Wrong huge contract to get rid of. <laughs> wink, wink. John Wall. Sorry about your Achilles, bro. Oh, Stop man. slipping in your house. That sucks. Shout out to David Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like the move on both sides. The Bulls get a veteran who can help them win, or maybe wait, they don't want to win. So I guess those help them, like you know, not be garbage. I don't. Know. I don't know what the Wizards are gonna do. They're fucked. They ain't got John Wall on their team. They got a bad contract. The dude's not gonna play. Probably, he's definitely not gonna play this year, and he might not play next year either. I like the move and don't like it for both sides. Like, I mean, I like it for the Wizards, but I don't know what Otto Porter does for the Bulls. Like, it helps them win, but they don't want to win. You shouldn't want to win right now. You got to tank. Yeah. All in. What the Bulls should be is what the Nets were like two years ago. Just a place where you can dump all all the salary. Get the Luau Dangs. Get the Timothy Mozgovs. <laughs> get all the guys. <laughs> Kenneth Freed. Yeah, Kenneth Freed. All those guys. Last trade. This was before the deadline. This isn't the last trade, but... We kind of skipped some of the small cash ones, cash dumps. No one cares. Chris Stops Porzingis was traded from the Knicks to the Mavericks. The The Mavericks received Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, Trey Burke. The Knicks received Dennis Smith Jr., Wes Matthews, and DeAndre Jordan. What do you guys think? Tingus Pingus. Remember that video? No, I'm what sorry. What do you think, Danny? Um, Who won? It all depends on Porzingis' health. If Porzingis comes back healthy, they won. If he does not come back anywhere near what he was, or what he was looking like he was going to be before that injury, then say the Knicks. Are the Knicks smarter than we think? <laughs> no, they're no, definitely. No, they're this, not. you're talking about the team, the only team in the NBA to not scout Giannis. This is on a side note. They didn't scout him, so no, they're not smart at all. They're okay, definitely look. playing with fire. I will disagree with Danny about the winner and loser because they're not the Mavs. That's on the Mavs, I guess. So I guess I agree with that. 
But if the Knicks sign somebody, they won. Yeah. That's it. If the Knicks sign like KD, they what won. What if they get the number one pick, too? That'd be pretty good. I agree. So let me give you the scenario. They get the number one pick. Porzingis is fine. He's good. He's great. He's good for the math. The Knicks get the number one pick. They wind up getting Zyrie Zion. Irving. Okay. Zion Williamson. Okay. And and Kevin Durant. Let me just ask let me just let me simplify that even more. I just think this would be would you rather build around Porzingis or Zion? Who you got more faith in? Zion, because he's more healthy. I go Zion too. Yeah. Yeah, sure, go Zion. I I think it's Don't feel pressure. I think it's a little closer. Then you guys are making it seem, but yeah. As far as right now, edge. I just think seven three with knee injuries scares the crap out of me. I think six seven two eighty five two ninety. However much he weighs, that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight on them knees. That's a lot of robot. <laughs> what? One one bad one one misstep, one bad one jumping too high and landing wrong. That's a lot of weight coming down Can on you your jump legs. Jump too high. No, I'm, he jumps out the building. And this is vertical. No, no bound. He hasn't yet, and you know I'm not saying but I want him. He's not fat though. I didn't say he was fat. No, I'm saying, but like you know, he's 285, but he's I'm, ripped. I hope, I, weight is weight. Doesn't matter how much it is. It's still 290, whether it's fat or whether it's muscle. And I'm saying, I don't want it to. But if something could happen where he just he lands wrong, I think it's yeah, seven three and skinny is bad, and you know your injury, you have a good, uh, you can get injured easily because you're that tall and. You're jumping the way the way that uh, Christoph Porzingis was jumping, but Zion, I mean, that's a lot of weight. One wrong step, one landing wrong. You know, someone's under him. He has to, you know, dodge them when he's coming down, something like that. Uh, and he that's, can hurt that's any NF, um, NBA player. But, I don't, but not every NBA player weighs 290 pounds and is jumping I don't, that high. That's what I was going to get at. I don't think he's going to be 290 by the time he comes into the league. I think I, he's going to cut massive weight. I think he's going to be about 265. They got him at Duke at 275. But I mean, I'm not worried about it because it's not like he's fat. He looks, he's and he's not like awkwardly tall. No, I know. I think he's just stout. Like you know, he's like kind of like, but like an edge. Should be playing football. Do you guys remember that scare he had? I think, I I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was in high school. He like chased down block someone and like landed on his leg very awkwardly. Yeah, but I I would say I would have any. That would be a scare for anyone who landed like him. It would matter if it's 285 or 200. He's jumping like that every single basketball game. That's Okay, then you should be worried about every athlete. Yeah, come on, Danny. Yeah, but he's... You play sports, you're going to get hurt. He's he's not just any athlete. He's a crazy athlete. And that's all. Like I said, if he cuts the weight, he cuts the weight and that's great. Well, I'm Vince Carr. Why didn't he get injured? Not as much weight. He's a crazy athlete. Not as much weight. It's a lot of weight coming but, down. But on okay, leg, I get that. If you're worried about the weight, but you you shouldn't be worried about a fall because I mean any player can fall. Like if you're worried about the if if him Reme- repeatedly coming down on his knees. Remember I that knee that. injury you had? All that weight came down on your on one of your legs. Do yeah, you but think, I mean that was. Hold, do you think that injury would have affected me as much? No, it's because I don't. I weigh think as it would have. Yeah, as much. Yeah, because it's still it's your body. You're not you. I mean, you're you weigh a lot, like you for your weight coming down. All your body weight going on your knee is gonna hurt anybody. Your body is gonna be used to your weight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, it would think it would hurt me a lot landing on my knee. Like, it wouldn't matter if I, I was two hundred twenty pounds or two ninety pounds. I was two feet away from you from that injury. It was just all your weight coming down on your knee. I, yeah, but I'm saying I like, think I I I don't think it would hurt me as much all my weight coming down on my knee just because I don't weigh that much. I think coming down on your knee from as high as I jumped, which, let's be real, wasn't that super high. It was pretty high for me, but not like Zion. 
But just coming down on your knee is going to hurt any player. I disagree with, you know, I think, you know, weight matters repeatedly going over it, going up, grinding your knees. That's all good, but I'm not worried about Zion. I'm, like you said, if you're worrying about falls, you should worry about every dummy athlete. No. Like JaVale McGee back in his prime when he was jumping all up to get blocks and coming down awkwardly. You know, it can happen to anybody coming down awkwardly. I am, by the way, I'm 100% hoping I'm wrong. I don't want Zion to get hurt. I want Zion to, you know, have a crazy 20-year career. and Do the dunk contest every year. Be one, of the, be one of the best of all time if he can. I, I want I want that for Zion. Would that be a big middle finger if he never participates? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would that be worse than LeBron never doing it? Yeah. Yeah. People God, want, they both should have done it. They people, both need to do it. People want Zion, like, next year. He's going to be right away asked to be in the dunk contest. Yeah. I pay him, no like, a million dollars if I was the NBA to do it. No question. And but, there's no question it would be so much hype for him to win that thing. Can you imagine if he lost? If I he could see it, him losing. But that's the biggest hype. fear. All the players don't want to do it. Yeah. LeBron. LeBron. Not that's what Kobe said. Doing it and losing. <laughs> Kobe, yeah. They asked Kobe, they were like, would, would you um, go against Vince Carter in the slam dunk competition? No. Because I'll lose. <laughs> okay. And I'm not losing. We're a little, we got a little sidetracked. But okay. Trade. What do you, so you said your piece one. Think the Knicks are smart? I think they're playing with fire. I, I like what the Mavs. I think the Knicks got a plan, man. I think the Knicks got a plan. I mean, I think the Mavs are playing a little fire. I mean, they if still Chris have Dubs, Luka, though. Yeah, but I'm saying if Kristaps doesn't come back as anything and you end up having to drop him for nothing, you gave up all those pieces for essentially nothing. Gave up Dennis Smith? Yeah, but those are people that you can trade for something. I that think was the only asset, Dennis Smith had a lot yeah, of trade value. The only asset that, think, that you really got to worry about is Dennis Smith. DeAndre Jordan's nothing. Um, I think you can get something, and something is better than nothing if Christos Rosingas ends up not being anything. I mean, I, I suppose, but Dennis Smith, I mean, to be honest, he was staying away from the team. He was mad at Rick Carlisle. He was pissed that Luka was stealing his shine. Wes Matthews was leaving after this year, so was DeAndre most likely. So I don't. I mean, if Porzingis doesn't and come Wesley back. And Wesley Matthews is about to get bought out. It, he already did. He's on the Pacers now. Yeah, see? Uh, I mean, I don't think the Mavs took a whole lot of risk. Because, I mean. What if Porzingis comes back and re-injures himself right away? That would suck. But, I mean, they didn't give up much. They just gave up Dennis Smith. And he's not that great of a player. He's okay. I think it's funny how the Knicks got the 8th and ninth overall pick in last year's draft. They could have just picked Dennis Smith and saved us the trouble of doing this trade. <laughs> Instead of picking Frank Nikila, now who's not playing. I, think I like the what Knicks, the Knicks are doing. I think the Knicks have an intuition that someone's coming. Yeah. I think so. They're going to go all in on Because if they don't, they're idiots. They're so stupid. You have nobody. <laughs> I mean, no Ultimate tank mode in games. Don't they have a track record of that? Yeah. So, I mean, who's going to play on their team next year? <laughs> Jimmy Butler, give him five year max. <laughs> I would it would crack me up if they if that was the guy they got you, but I'd be like, man, y'all screwed up. Oh my god. So if what would you rather have if you were the Knicks? Would you rather have Chris Chris Stops Porzingis coming back from that knee injury, or would you rather have Jimmy Butler on a max contract? Oh, I'd rather have Chris Stops, but I would rather have Kevin Durant. Huh? That wasn't an option. Oh yeah, so I go with Chris Stops. What about you, one? <laughs> uh, I go with Chris Stops. Because you're just like betting Jimmy Butler's not going to get hurt for five years. So if what if Jimmy Butler is the best thing you get? Probably shouldn't give Jimmy Butler a five year max. But if if he's if he's the best you can get, would you would you sign him? No, wouldn't. Not for five years. No. You just suck again. That's tanking. Last, At least we got the we got a high pick. Last guy to do that got fired. 
the last guy who did that was successful at it and just got thrown under the bus because the NBA didn't like the fact that he did it. He was successful at it, but he didn't get to bear the fruits of his success. Hey, the franchise did, and he's doing it for the franchise. I'm sure he's not bitter at all. I'm sure he's bitter that the NBA screwed them over. It's not like Philly wanted to get rid of him. The NBA made them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not bearing the fruits of his of what he did. And wow. I don't think that the Knicks GM wants to do that. The Knicks owner will probably pay that man a lot of money to do it. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think the NBA was wrong for what they did. I'll sign it. We can't get sidetracked. But that's another topic for another day. We have some waiver wire news. Danny, what do we got? Uh... Jeremy Lin, Lin Sanity, to the Raptors. International, Jeremy Lin. I think that's a good move for the uh, Raptors. Get a little backup. They lost Delon Wright, best Fred Asian player of all hurt. time. Oh wait, yummy. Yeah, stop Damn. it. Sun Yu, Lakers, great. <laughs> Shout out. All right, what else we got? Kenneth Fareed, the Manimal, to so the Rockets. Tell me that stat, Danny. Tell me the stat. Did you know? That Kenneth Fareed, since he joined the Rockets, has made that team single-handedly seven and three. MVP. <laughs> but, you know it's crazy. They got a guy on their team who's putting up 30, 31 no, straight. Who, Forget about him. That guy with Trade the him. beard. No one. Why wasn't he doing him? it in the beginning? Who is that guy? Why wasn't he doing it in the beginning of the he season? Travels let's every be, time. Let's be real. Kenneth Fareed has helped. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. And any idiot who posts that on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you're an idiot. He's not the reason they're seven and three. You know the year Miami Heat signed Birdman, they went like 38-9. I mean, Fareed's bringing energy. Yeah. That's nice. He's but eating he's off not, great players. Yeah, that's it. That's, I think he's in the best spot he could be in right now. It's Absolutely. Either, it's either this or I don't think he was going to go anywhere else. Yeah. He was well, dead. Yeah. And oh, my God. Yeah, he was. Oh, we, man. Did we have a eulogy for him? Oh, yes. God. Retract. We had a eulogy for him, and now freaking here he is. But I said at the end, come back, man. I'm all... James Harden freaking revived him for us. That's hilarious. Hit him with the defibrillator. <laughs> All right. Um, move on, please. Enos Cantor being arrested and taken to... Uh, just kidding. Enos Cantor going to the Blazers. Who did he get arrested by? Turkey? No, the Turkey gov- <laughs> Turkish government wants to kill him. Because... <laughs> I'm like, it's not funny. No, they really want to like, like attack him because like they said like he's part of the coup to overthrow the government. Kind of crazy. Do you think he has like, armed guards? Like I don't know. I'm sure he's not going to Turkey anytime soon. Yeah, no. Do you think he's going to eat 13 cheeseburgers in Portland and be sick at practice that the next was, day? That was funny. I don't know why they signed him. Zach Collins, better than him. I think he's... And they have Nurkic, who's like better version of him. I think he's an energy guy. Same thing like Fareed, but... Energy? Yeah. What, to be lethargic? I I think he's, he brings energy. He's he's an energizer, energizer, energizer bunny. Sorry, it's getting late over here. Gosh, oh no. But like you're you're correct. I like Zach Collins. I've liked him since they picked him up. Um, and I think he's gonna be their guy in the long run. And I think him and Nurkic are a good one and two center that they have. And we'll see where Enes, Enes Kanter is for them. If he plays. Yeah. Say bye-bye to Myers Leonard again, going back to the... I think we were saying bye-bye to him regardless. Uh, i seen him play a little more this year than last. All right, Juan, what about you, we think? Thanks uh, for that. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I want him to be a Laker, to be honest. But Cantor? Yeah, because it was between them and the uh, Lakers. Lakers and were the, one of the primary suitors, yes, correct. Lakers in Portland. But, um, yeah, good for Portland. Still going to lose in the first round, probably. Ouch. But, yeah. 
Danny's favorite point guard can tandem, <laughs> CJ McCollum and <laughs> Damian Lillard. I'm I back like at it. I'm I'm fans, but yeah, they're uh, they got destroyed hey, last season. They beat the Warriors tonight. They did. They did <laughs> as far as Danny is, I mean, as far as what Danny says and his logic, I mean, you beat the champs means something. So. <laughs> when did I say, <laughs> when did he say that? I remember saying that too. Yeah. <laughs> You did say that. I remember. I don't remember who. It's back in the dark ages. Yeah, I think it was like a dump, like a freaking dumpster fire of a team. And I was like, hey, they beat the champs. It was better than nothing. Was it the Suns? Yeah. So I don't know. It was a All right, move All right. on um, from this. They beat the champs, man. That means something. The freaking, the Chicago Bulls went to their local physician and um, got rid of the Mellow virus. They nice. Nice. He's gone. We've already of, talked about Melo enough. Round of, round of applause. Didn't even have enough time to buy his jersey. Yeah. I damn. Was he gonna wear seven or fifteen? Didn't care. You think you can find it in the neighborhood? Probably no, not. Probably not. Okay. Not my neighborhood. Um, Markeith Morris? Question mark. Yeah, he was cut by the Pelicans. The Lakers have been known to have strong interest in him. I'd like to add him. I don't think he'd be bad. I, I mean, like he's his... been playing garbage this year. Sorry, Danny. I apologize. No, He's been playing bad this year. He's been hurt. His brother's been balling. Uh, and yeah, crazy because I always yeah, thought Markeith like was brother. better. Me too. When especially in the like beginning years yeah. for them, I, I like Markeith more. Rather Marcus, Marcus Morris. Is, yeah, Marcus Morris has been a, a big piece for the Celtics. So, uh, real quick before with with the waivers, would you rather have Bulls Mellow or Hawks Mellow? I think both bring assets to your team. That not the last mellow. year of Nick's mellow. No, those weren't your options, guys. Hoodie mellow. I didn't say bring your favorite mellow. Uh, LA Fitness mellow. gym mellow. That doesn't. Know. Me- I'd pick Hawks mellow. Uh, I picked Bulls mellow because he's even worse. But <laughs> 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 my team gets his eye on better. Banana boat mellow. Oh, man. I don't think mellow was part of the banana boat. Cornrows mellow. <laughs> Broke up with Lala mellow. <laughs> mellow Arguing love the game. Hey, Cheerios. Mellow. <laughs> Mellow of the game We've got time for Lala <laughs> Alright what else Anything else I think that's all the waivers That's the big ones uh, We got some quick news Around the league I think brought to you by Danny Magic getting accused of tampering Once again with Ben Simmons um, They was... were cleared Of all charges who, The Lakers Who talked Who reached out to who Did Magic reach out to Ben Or did Ben reach out to Magic the Magic made like... the comment Ben called me Wants to know the big guard secrets Yeah Ben reached out to Magic because Ben Simmons, a 6'10 point guard, wants to talk to the best 6'10 point guard to walk the face of the earth. Allegedly. In magic. Allegedly. But if he did, do you blame him? I mean, do, would you not want to learn during this? during the summer. Would you not want to learn the secrets from one of the best, from arguably the best point guard of all time? It's it's weird. It's definitely weird. I don't know. If, if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man, man. I don't. Want, I don't have to wait till the summer. But if I want to pick but, up a phone and be like, I, "Hey, can I speak to Magic Johnson?" I, I want to. Not the way it is, game. player. Truth be told, there are protocols in the NBA. You got to get permission from all the teams and stuff. So they, if they cool. didn't do the protocols, that's what, that's look, 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 look. These you fans, bro. You're at the end of the day, it's still a job, bro. You have rules around that job. Certain stuff you can't do. Magic was like, stop treating them like babies. It'd be different if he like saw a match at a restaurant and said that, and I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. But to go out of your way and call yeah. the, another team's GM, 
maybe if you send him a text like, "Hey, I want to work with you in the offseason about being a guard." It's strict these days, man. You can't do stuff. I like would that. prefer Magic to stay out of the headlines, but I, I think it was a little bit overreaction from everyone. I think it was a giant overreaction. I'm gonna stick by the statement no matter what y'all say. I'm saying it was an overreaction though. Yeah, I, I just wish Magic would stay out of the headlines. Big. That's it. I think you should, you know. I mean, Danny, if there's protocols, you should, you should. If there's proto, if you're a GM, there's protocols. You got to follow them. You don't end up like Kevin McHale gets suspended a year because you did some shady shit. I mean, at what point is the NBA going to be like, all right, Lakers, you've been tampering enough. Like, we're going to do something to you. Because they got, I think they should at some point. Like, if if we keep fucking up, they're probably going to take away a prick or something. And you know what? That's Magic's fault. Do you think it would be as big a, a, of a deal if Magic wasn't caught tampering before or wasn't accused of tampering before? It, I mean, definitely that played a part in why everyone overreacted. Because there's no, we definitely yeah. tampered with Paul George. Probably tampered with LeBron. But, I mean, tampering happens in the NBA, but Lakers have been so blunt about it. Like, don't care. If if you want to say it's a big deal because of the past tampering accusations towards Magic Johnson, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll sign off on that. I think but that's what it comes down to. in general, isolated this situation, it was not a big deal to me. I think his just, history just made it a little bit bigger than what it was. Ben Simmons wanted to become a, bas- a better basketball player, and I do not blame him for it. Magic's going to teach him to shoot. Yeah, JK. <laughs> All right. Um, MVP, Paul George? Let's, let me ask Danny. One, shut up. Don't don't make a face. Daniel, who is the best player on the Oklahoma City Thunder? Alex Abrinas. He's got cut. Shut up. Answer the question. Kevin Durant. Come on, Danny. Guys, it's Paul George. Say you're sorry. Say it again. It's Paul George. Thank you. Why, Had to record him. Why am I accused? We're already recording like, it. Yeah, why right. am I accused as the biggest Russell because Westbrook fan of all time? Because you attacked my co-host Juan, talking about what you said, not what he said. <laughs> Wait. About Russell Westbrook when we did the top ten point guards. That list is still being updated. By the way, we're still gonna go back and do the year. Yeah, no, we're gonna, we're letting those lists die. Um, yeah, no, it's Paul George. Paul George has been balling out this season, and I, I think- did not think he had it in him i'm sorry to cut you off no i agree with you i think the whole podcast doubted paul george especially after utah series still some room though there's still a lot of season left there is but the returns look promising definitely man because he got embarrassed last year and i think him and russell westbrook are finding a way to exist coexist i would love to see this team if russell westbrook was not historically awful shooting this year it'd be they'd be really dangerous I think they're the biggest threat to the Warriors right now in the West. Followed by the Rockets, very close. Do you think that this basketball team is better if that if Russell Westbrook was not on it? No, 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 not that far. He he definitely they're better with him than without him. Well, but I trade him for if AD. You're, if you're gonna have Russell Westbrook, you gotta take him for what he is. And if he shoots bad, he shoots bad. I understand that, but there's no excuse for shooting this poorly. You this late in your career, and to make this much money and shoot. He's 25% in his what? from three. Ninth year? The reason I'm so yeah, I'm the reason I'm so surprised, like, it's progressively getting worse. And yeah. he's getting better looks this year. That's what I'm shocked about. I mean, yeah, of course he's gonna take some bad shots. I'll live with those. That's Russell Westbrook, but a guy in his ninth year is not supposed to be getting worse. You shouldn't shooting. go from eighty five percent free throw to sixty percent. You shouldn't go from thirty three percent three point shooter to twenty five. Guy in your ninth year. 
And I think he's playing a great game. The triple-doubles he's going to get, that doesn't mean he's doing a great job because there's definitely games he hurts them, even though he gets a triple-double. But he, they're great. They're doing great. Russell Westbrook, I actually think he's been playing better. Just the shooting's awful. That's it. That's my only complaint about him. Yeah, I don't disagree with you guys. I, but Russell Westbrook has continuously been very vocal about saying the only stat that matters to him is the W. I tend to disagree. He doesn't care about what what the haters say. He doesn't care about what you know what numbers he's putting up individually. All he cares about is that there's a W at the end of that stat. That's what KD says too. You believe him? I don't. I don't speak snakes, so I don't know if he said that. Mm. Oh, he so, just said Kevin Durant earlier. What's happened? He just so said let's his name. let's believe Russell Westbrook, yeah. but when it comes to another player, let's not believe him. Okay. I I think Russell I don't know Westbrook snakes played basketball. You say Kevin Durant when we were talking about the Thunder, best player. He said Kevin Durant. It was so nice. Oh, you always say pre-KD or pre-Snake, right? I, I do. Oh, there you go. P.S. All right, let's move on. Um, wait, wait, wait. Do you still think Russell Westbrook is the second best point guard in the league? Nah. Okay, let's move on. Wait, wait. Who would you rather take the last shot now, Westbrook or George? <laughs> George. George has been freaking stroking, bruh. So, pal, uh, y'all didn't do crap. Paul George did. Paul hey, George hey, man, I just me. called it like I see it, dog. I just called it like hey, I see it. Hey, but look, hey, the how, facts are he got embarrassed last year, okay? And he got dropped off by Donovan Mitchell. Joe Ingles? Yeah, Yo, real quick. How's Markel doing, bro? Exactly. We're going to talk about right. that. My man was in a car accident. What you got for me, player? Come on, what? How the Raiders doing, bro? He's in a car accident. Right, oh, my God. Fly across this table, bro. Go ahead. I'd love to see you fly, player. I'd love to see you fly. All right. James Harden? 30-point games, like freaking chewing gum out here, like it's nothing. Oh, the streak ended tonight. Oh, RIP. <laughs> but, was, I mean, still. Yeah, that was his. Okay, a few of those games, he low-key barely got it, and it was like a blowout, and they just got it. Dude, it was crazy, like, though. Unbelievable. You got to do what you got to do, man. He's pulling up from, like, four steps Great. behind the three-point line like it's nothing. <laughs> like it's absolutely nothing. Like he's making it just look so easy. Yeah, no, he's in balling. He's maybe they're seven and three because of him. No, it's Kenneth Freed. Okay, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. It's the only thing that's changed. Yeah. Side note, I really Psych. quickly wanted to bring up. Uh, I I forget where I read this, but I saw somewhere someone was asking, how would to all the arguments on how Larry Bird would play in today's NBA, they said he would be like James Harden times 10. No, in in the aspect of how James Harden exploits the rules of the NBA and how many times he can get to the free throw line and how no one can touch him, they said Larry Bird would be like twice as bad at just exploiting all the dumb rules that the NBA has. I think he would exploit the rules, but there's no possible way anyone could be twice as bad as James Harden because one, Larry Bird is not going to flop like James Harden. He's not gonna cry if like it, a child when he doesn't get. He's the not gonna cry, but if it if it helped win basketball games, he'd flop. It's wow. a different era. It's a different time of basketball. They could, they've been selling calls every era, but I think James Harden's taking it to the extreme. Exactly. I don't think he'd be twice as bad as James Harden, but he would be bad. He would be very bad. He would be just a handful for teams because he would just do everything to make the refs have to make calls for him. He and plays, I, I think to an extent, I think if Kobe grew up in this era, he'd be the same way because that's all just mental basketball right there. Loki was like that I think the he, end of his I think career. He, yeah, he was. And he'd uh, be even worse. Larry Bird plays power forward today, right? You yes, think? yes. Oh, I was curious. Yes, yes, yes. Easy. 
Can't wait for Larry Bird to get in pick and rolls and have to defend these athletic point guards these days. Uh, another. This is the last thing? Or we got uh, something else? No, two more things. Okay. Um, that Oladipo injury. That one hurt. I think that, that one sucked. hurt a lot of NBA fans. It was a ruptured quad. How often do you see that? That was the landed. Same injury as Charles Barkley, right? He landed that ended awkwardly. his career. I think it might have been. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. He landed very awkwardly. I well, mean, he wasn't. He was just running, and it like he fell. Or yeah, did, he just went down. It popped, and it, it went down. It that's was, crazy. It was yeah, weird. sometimes you just athletes just step wrong, and boom, it happens. Yeah, it's it's sad. Um, Pacers have not like tanked. They're doing okay. They're staying afloat. Miles Turner's playing better. <laughs> beat the shit out of Lakers. Well, we could have beat the shit out of Lakers that night. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean. Prayers up to him. Definitely. Oladipo, he and was becoming a, a definite star for the Pacers and in this league, and he was a lot of fun to watch. And Fred Van Fleet on the side note. He's hurt five weeks. Not nearly as bad as Oladipo. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, And the final thing, uh, the comments that Marcus Morris had regarding the Celtics' recent struggles, talking about how, you know, there's no energy, no one really... I'm not having fun. Did you hear him try to like backtrack and be like, oh, I just meant we're not having fun recently. Like, get yeah. the hell out of here. I think yeah. Kyrie's done a poor job of being the so-called leader of the team, especially with his free agent talk and he like calling out the young guys and crap. I'm yeah. like, dude, show them some respect. They're not like rookies. Like, they got you to the conference finals one game to the NBA finals. I think we've been saying it for a long time now. You stick with Scary Terry and you get rid of Kyrie Irving. I've been saying that. Yeah, I'm jumping have. on one. You I've joined you your have. boat. Is there scoot over? Make some room. Kyrie, if, go if down. If they can't make it work, then you go with what was working last season, and you get what you can. For Kyrie, Kyrie is great. The good thing about the Celtics is that they can still beat the Sixers. That's the good news. Yeah, I'm gonna ask this question real quick. Percentage Kyrie leaves Boston. What do you say? I think it's a ninety percent, man. I'd say 75. I think he's good as gone. I was going to go with 60. Really think that low? It's getting higher every day. I think he's good as gone, man. I don't see him staying. I just don't. I don't see him staying. You see Hayward staying? Yeah. I think uh, Hayward is going to be there for a minute. I think Hayward's the anchor of this team at home. (laughs) I don't think anyone wants Hayward. He had a a great game last night. Maybe. Hopefully he gets better, man. Okay, let me rephrase that. Do you see Hayward being a big asset for this team? He's either going to be an asset or... An anchor. Anchor. There's no like middle ground where he can be just okay. So he's going to be really bad because he's going to be overpaid. And he's not going to play um, what he's getting paid. Yeah, it sucks. What He still looks like sh- scared from that injury. Shook, yeah. They said he's like the best player in practice. And they're probably... Gets... They said he's like the best player in practice some days. Like most days, he's like really great in practice. But when he gets to the game, he looks like scared. And they're going to lose Scary Terry, too, also. They're going to lose him and Kyrie, right? I think if they lose Kyrie, Terry stays. Yeah. Terry's a baller, man. He he, cuts he stays? Not if Kyrie stays, no. Yeah, he no. wants to okay, play. Okay, Kyrie yeah, leaves. You think he's going to stay? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he stay. Well, I mean, if Kyrie yeah. leaves, they could just match. He'd have to stay. So it don't matter what he wants at that point. If you're a restricted free agent, it don't matter what you want. Scary Terry's restricted? Yeah, restricted, okay. yeah. I mean, if you're the Celtics, if it gets pricey, are you going to pay it? I think you go over to keep him, yeah. You always just trade him. Sign and trade. You get creative. Let's see. Is that our last, our last bit of news? 
I think the last thing we're going to do, we're going to wrap it up right now. We're going to do some all-star stuff. Yay, all-stars. Yay. So we got the... Better than the Pro Bowl. got the celebrity all-star game, guys. Shut up. Quavo for MVP. Freaking famous Los. Is he in it? Well, yeah, he's in it. He's just he's famous Los. Yeah, he's, your does what, he does what B-Dot does. <coughs> he just makes fun of NBA players, basically. He does like, that thing where he like cuts in from the side. <coughs> Bless you. Want to sneeze? Uh, we got the rookie sophomore game Team World versus Team USA. Who are you guys picking? What team? Not that it matters, but just just for fun. Team World. USA is stacked. Team World's kind of stacked. Nah, low-key USA stacked. World, Luka gets MVP. Oh, who's your MVP? I'm going to go with Kyle Kuzma. I'm going to go Team USA. I'm going to go John Collins. Runs the court. He's going to catch some lobs. Hope it's competitive. All those games are blowouts. The world usually wins, so hopefully it's a close game. Yeah, because Kuzma's been hot, man. Been hot. We got <laughs> we got the skills challenge. We got Conley. We got Luca. We got De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic, Trey Young. What I want from you two is who you think is going to win and who's going to do the worst. I see Trey Young winning it. Do not tell you the worst yet. I'm going to ask you in a second. Best, just think about it. Juan, who do you think is going to win? For the what? Skills contest. Oh. Trey Young. I got De'Aaron Fox. He's in it? Yeah. Mike Conley, Luka, De'Aaron, Jokic, Kuzma, Tatum, Vucevic, Trey Young. If he tries, yeah. Yeah, Luka? On three, tell me who you think is going to do the worst. One, two, three. Kyle Kuzma. Who did you say, Danny? Vucevic. Oh, he's more skilled than Kuz. He can pass better than Kuz. Kuz ain't gonna make the pass. Nah. Kuzma's in that. Bro, well, yeah. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> what if he won? Like... I'd be pissed if Kyle <laughs> Kuzma won. I'd be like, bro, you don't deserve to be in this field. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. he's in it. Wow. Yeah. And Tate, like, bro, Tim and Tatum would be like, bro, why are you two in this? You're not skilled. You're just scores. All right, next. We have. I the... think the most skilled guy out of all those guys are Luca. I think Luca and De'Aaron, or my... uh, Luca and Conley, probably. Trae Young will make the passes. Trae Young will make the shots. Trae Young's been playing good this year, man. Don't look at the stats. Look, yeah, look at the a, actual games. He's got a shot selection problem. He's he's just not he's he's not as bad as his stats put him. Is he's it a, fair to he's say he's a good player, man? Is it fair to say the three point contest is the main event of these weekends? Yeah. Other than like the one every like six years, the dunk contest is good. Mm-hmm. We got Booker, Seth, and Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald. Dame Miller, Chris Middleton, Dirk, and Kemba. Who's winning that? If it's fixed, it's Dirk. Nah, if <laughs> How it's... gonna be fixed? If it's Tell fixed, everyone else to miss? Oh, uh, yes. If, if Steph is being Steph and he's really trying, it's Steph. But if Steph is nonchalant about it, I'd go with Buddy Yield. I'm going I don't see Buddy Baby Yield. bro, Seth Curry. Mm, baby. That's a good pick. Yeah, everyone's... Uh, I'll go with Steph. I, I think Dame's going to do the worst. I think Buddy Hill's going to do the worst because Buddy Hill, I just feel like he's more of a catch-and-shoot guy. Yeah, I, that's a good point. It's I always weird for those guys who've never yeah. been in it. Um, I think Dirk might not finish the racks. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Doug. Why are you disrespecting He said that. He said he wants 15 extra seconds to get through <laughs> yeah, all the man, racks. Moves. Have you seen him move? The worst part is going to be him running from rack to rack. <laughs> Nah, uh, don't disrespect Dirk, man. Dirk I'm might not. win it. Yeah, maybe. If it's, mark my words. If Dirk wins it, it's fixed. Come on. 
or he just shoots what, lights like out. What, like the freaking NBA people told everyone at the three yeah, let him win. Everyone throw. Let Dirk win. Yeah. Can you sign this for my niece? What is her name? <laughs> Come on, what's Dirk. better? Dirk. Who's the best guy as far as you're sitting on your couch to win it? Steph. Oh, wait. It's Dirk. Nobody cares about Dirk like that. And let's be he's real. Not he's Kobe. He's won it before, so I mean, it, okay, what if Steph shoots like 28 and he hits like 29? Okay, besides Steph. I'm saying, like, what if the guy shoots really good and he just gets hot and hits everything? You still think it'll be fixed? Who? I'm saying, like, final round, it's Dirk and, like, Joe Harris. And Joe Harris yeah. hits, like, 25. And Dirk comes back and hits, like, 26. Is it fixed? Yeah. Oh, my God. How is it fixed? <laughs> Come on. They tell it. Hey. He got a good score. Just miss one. Miss one. Hey, Dirk don't know he's going to hit 26. Okay, what if Dirk goes first and then Joe Then I don't think it's fixed. Yeah, okay. okay. That's they, they'll work it out like that. Bro. But nobody's fixing the three-point contest. Ain't like no moment. Why not? I want to just say one quick thing. The biggest regret I ever had for an All-Star weekend is when Kobe was supposed to do the three-point contest and he got hurt. I don't know if you remember that. I was so mad. But uh, side note. Uh, dunk contest. We got DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., John Collins, Miles Bridges, and... Diallo, I'm not gonna say his first name. I can't say his first name from the Thunder. I'm going with John Collins all the way. Let's pick my my pick for two events. I'll go with Bridges, just to not go with Collins. I like Collins of all those people. I like Collins. I think Bridges throws it down with with the most ferocity, which is big. Yeah. Go with Diallo, bro. The only (laughs) guy with the most time on his hands. (laughs) Nice. That's smart. Yeah. Okay. He has the most time to go on YouTube. He ain't working oh, on his I mean, game. Dennis Come took, on, he ain't playing. He is playing. Not like those other guys. Dennis took like two weeks off to just work on some stuff. <laughs> and finally, all-star game. Who are you picking for MVP? Dirk. Nah, I'm just <laughs> Oh, my God. D-Wade. Stop with your <laughs> conspiracy. NBA's fixed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I still low-key D-Wade can win it. I don't know about Dirk. D-Wade no, I don't think Bigs have a good chance. The only Big I think has a good chance. D Wade, I know. I, oh, okay, okay, I got that. Uh, Kemba, hometown kid. Yeah, it can be him fixed. Team LeBron, Kevin Durant wins it. Oh, I go Team LeBron to win too. Team LeBron is nice. Team LeBron, boy, is LeBron very gonna be tampering nice. like a mug. Already, oh, already is. Hundred percent chances of tampering at the All Star <laughs> game. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Expansion Team podcast. If you want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Expansion Team Podcast and on Twitter at Expansion Team 3, you know, like, subscribe, comment, especially let us know your thoughts. Smash that follow button. Yep. Let us let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if you think Juan's wrong, if I'm wrong, if Max is wrong or if we're all right. This is uh, this is Scoops and uh, enjoy your All-Star weekend. This is Max. Sorry for the hiatus, guys. We're going to be back. We know there's so much going on. Fires, like I said earlier. But thank you guys for being faithful. (laughs) Thank you, the expansion team members. I'm out. All right. This is Juan signing out. Shout out to... um... Football's over. You have no reason to say anything. Stop. (laughs) Be quiet. Shout out to the Raiders. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We might be on hard knocks, you know. <laughs> you don't even know what city you're playing in. You're gonna be on hey. hard knocks. Hey, we might play in Alabama, low key. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, all, ser- <laughs> all seriousness. Um, do all that cool stuff. Subscribe, like, comment, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, iTunes rating. That'd be nice. Man, iTunes rating. 
Um, been slacking on the posting, but we'll get back. We'll, we'll get back to the grind, and uh, we'll probably have a podcast out um, again after the All Star game. Talk about the All Star game. See, see who won. See if um, Steph Curry sold. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the NBA's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is Juan signing out. Peace. Yeah.